This is Rob Carbone, and you're listening to BD4. He loops out the left field, going to be a tough play. Gino on the run, makes the play. Wow. Flies into the stands. Oh, what a play by Derek Jeter. There it goes. Deep to left, really deep. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, what a shot by Aaron Jones. home run to the back end of the grandstand in left field. The Sanchino. Oh, that Gary is scary. Ball game over. Yankees win. Yankees win. It's a little late for Glaber Day. A little bit late, maybe. But, you know, we'll we'll take anything we can get at this point in the season. What's going on, guys? Rob Carbone here coming at you with episode 155 of BD4, um, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. Hope everybody is doing all right. Just watching the rest of this Clippers-Nuggets game. It's about 10 and a half minutes in the fourth left. Um, Clippers look like they've had the advantage the entire way. Yeah, I think they're fucking taking this series. I think it's going to be Clippers and... um, you know, the, the matchup everybody wants is Clippers-Lakers, and I think that's very much a possibility, being that, um, you know, the Lakers seem to be no match for, uh, or the Rockets, rather, seem to be no match for the Lakers, considering the size advantage. Um, I understand that they've got that small ball shit going on, but Lakers just took two in a row after losing game one, and they look like they're determined, and uh, LeBron and AD is a tandem that you don't want to fuck with in the postseason, it's looking like. Um, so that's something I think I'm excited about. You know, I think I'm really excited if we do get Clippers and Lakers in the uh, in the Western Conference, um, you know, the, the Western Conference Finals. So, But right now, still got to finish up this series. Uh, if the Clippers do win tonight, they'll be up 3-1. to one. Um, And then the Lakers obviously are up 2-1 to one, um, playing tomorrow night. But uh, tell you what, man. Not to knock anybody, but, you know, I said it. I've been saying it. Everybody's calling Giannis Antetokounmpo this major superstar, which he is. You know, he's the new, if you want to call him the new face of the game, sure, call him the new face of the game. You know, he's this megastar. A lot of people saying he's the best player in the game. That's where I took a step back. And I've been saying it for maybe three or four the past three years now. Um, Kawhi Leonard is the player that I would take over anybody. Um that guy is just so clutch and he proves it every year by winning in the playoffs. And Giannis has so far um, been losing in the playoffs and, you know, another early exit for him and his bucks um, obviously put his future there in doubt, but Yankees, 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 Rob, let's talk Yankees. That's why they're here. That's why they're tuning into you. Um, yeah. A little late for Glaber day, but you know, we got it done. We got it done tonight. And, um, does that change my opinion on all the shit I've been talking the last couple of days? 
absolutely not. I'm standing by what I said. Um, and we're going to dive into all of that tonight, guys. I've got class tomorrow. I had my first day of class on um, this past Tuesday in um, in Liberalville. Um, kidding, 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 kidding. Kind of, not really. Um, no, I had my first day of class um, back on campus. Actually, it wasn't online, so it was a live class in person. Um, my clothes are dry. Um... So it's good to be back out of the house. You know, oh my gosh, that fucking quarantine killed me. So it's finally good that I am back out in, you know, fucking on some sort of schedule again. Um, You know, I've still got to get back to, to my normal work schedule. Hopefully that starts soon. But, you know, I'm back with school um, trying to finish there. And, um, oh my God, so good to get out of the house, man. I tell you, it's having to stay home for three plus months was just hell. Um, not that, you know, when you live in an Italian family, you fucking don't follow that protocol anyway, but (laughs) don't tell the internet I said that. Um, you know, but it is what it is. So let's, let's dive into uh, the Yankees tonight. Sorry. I keep going off track because I really don't want to talk about this miserable team right now. Um, believe it or not. Um, but let's let's head to break. I'll tell you what, let's head to a commercial break really quick. Um, and then as soon as we get back, we'll dive into, um, you know, we'll, we'll quickly recap the uh, three games of the series and then we'll give our overall take on the team as a whole right now. So let's head to break really quick and uh, we'll be right back. All right. Hey guys, really quick. I just want to remind you that if you go to my website at nysportstalkrc.com, Dot wordpress.com you can find me on social media you can find the links to my podcast and my blog so that's all you got to do just go to my website go to nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com and there will be a page that displays all of my information all right guys thank you let's get back to the show My buddy just texted me PG 13%. That's a new one. I like that one better than a playoff P or pandemic P, whatever they're calling them. PG 13% is great. Yeah. Kawhi has been carrying that squad. Um, I don't know. I haven't been paying too much attention. I don't know if there's anybody else stepping up, but I know Kawhi has been going off. Uh, let's get to the fucking uh, Yankees game though. <laughs> um, game one. It, it was, um, this was just a fucking nightmare. Okay. I mean, talk about a, colossal fuck up this was it um you know we're just it all started in that sixth inning um but we can back up i guess uh, we'll let that video play uh but we'll just talk about what led up to it um so it started out um obviously we're, we're in buffalo here playing the blue jays who are the new best team in new york <laughs> believe it or not um you see what i did there um but montgomery got the start and you know Remember, he did not have a good uh, outing last time out there. Failed to get out of the first inning. Um, who was it against? I don't remember. But, again, he didn't look sharp in this one. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Goes just three in the third innings. Uh, serves up three hits. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Serves up six hits and um, walks two again. Just one strikeout and um, 
only lets up two runs, but wasn't sharp. Again, you know, his second start in a row now where he just looks absolutely awful and, and can't get outs. He's having trouble getting outs. And the outs that he does get, you know, are either hard hit outs where he gets lucky that they don't find a gap or they're outs that he's had to work really, really hard to get. Um, now, I, you know, I'm not going to put too much weight into it yet, but, you know, Montgomery has had, he, he's had a pretty above average, slightly above average season where he's been good in a number of starts, but he's also been now, you know, considering the last two starts, he's had some inconsistencies at the same time, but he doesn't look good. On the flip side, the Yankee offense, um, by the end of this one, had seven runs, nine hits, six walks, six strikeouts, three home runs, and, um, so they actually did fairly well for a bit, at least. You know, they, they um got to Ryu, who, you know, if you remember when he was with L.A. last year in that big Dodgers series where the Yankees wore those black uniforms and the Dodgers wore the uh, their whites, it, it was a fucking, um, I'm pretty sure they got to him there. And they did it again. And they got to Ryu in this one, uh, scoring five of those seven runs on him um, through five innings that he pitched. Um, and, you know, they did pretty well. So they started off, I think it was the top of the first, I believe, where Luke Voigt continued his strong season. Um, he and Hicks, actually Aaron Hicks chimed in too, um, both with back-to-back, as Sterling would like to say, belly-to-belly home runs um, to make it two zip yanks after one. But um, bottom of the first comes along, and, and Montgomery, again, having trouble getting out. So, uh, lead-off double to Biggio, and then uh, it's Telez with a big RBI double. Um Toronto comes within one, two to one. Uh, bottom of the second comes in that game, and um, Montgomery again a leadoff double this time to Shaw, um, and a couple of batters later, or maybe the next batter, um, an RBI single to Espinal, um, and then you know obviously the help of an E eight by Hicks in center field um, helps a run score, making it two to two after two innings. Then um, the Yankees. You know, get hot for the for a few innings in a row. The fourth, fifth, and sixth, they they get hot. Miggy hits a homer in the fourth, three to two Yanks. Uh, Frazier with a big two RBI single or double in the um, fifth, that makes it five to two Yankees. Um, and then the bases were loaded in the top of the sixth. Bases were loaded with two outs, and the Yankees um, scored one run there with Hicks drawing a walk. Uh, that made it six to two. Now this is where it gets fun, folks. This is where it got very fun. And, and uh, as you're watching on the screen, I, I'm sure you're fucking already aware, but not that you haven't watched it in person, yet, in live in person, but fucking this is where it got interesting. So bottom of the six comes Yanks are up six to two, right? It was at this moment. I was like, you know what? They're up six to, I need some extra cash. Let's go on DraftKings and, 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 you know, do a live bet here and put the Yanks to win the rest of this, put a couple cash down on the Yanks put some cash down on them to win. And here we go. Chad Green and Adam Adamanovino combined to do the unthinkable, the unthinkable. Um, when you combine both of their lines, you get 0.1 innings pitched and 10 earned runs, 10 runs, 10 runs in one third of a fucking inning. I mean, it starts with Chad Green walking somebody, um, fly out, walk, Infield single, Voight E3, run scores, he's yanked. In comes Adam out of zero. And man, his number, perfect sense. Perfect sense. 
First thing he does, serves up a fat slider to um, Vlad Jr. Two runs single right away. Vlad Jr. steals fucking second base. Yes, the dude who somehow, you know, 700 cheeseburgers fatter than he was last season, finds a way to steal second on Ottavino. Um, and then here's Guriel to play RBI single to tie the game at six at this point. Uh, and then at this point, you know, oh, this is, this is not going the Yankees' fucking way. Considering all that's gone on lately, this is not going their way. Guriel still second. Walk, uh, Jonathan VR with a two-run single. Uh, and then Shaw, you know, gets a big hit. Toronto takes the fucking lead. Um, actually, it was Shaw with the two-run single. Uh, I think VR walked. Um, you know, panic then pinch hits and draws a walk. And then that's where the big, you know, the, the, the good night punch, I guess you could say, happened. Where, um, was it Jansen with the fucking grand slam? The grand slam by Jansen to make it 12 to 6 Toronto. I mean, it was the most pathetic shit you could ever see. Um, Mickey had an RBI ground out later in the ninth to make it 12 7, but it, it was disgusting, though. That sixth inning was just something I, I've never witnessed in my entire life, and I never want to witness again. Um, just a, a disheartening, you know, pathetic, uh, feeble performance by Yankee pitching. Um, you know, and if, and if or when, you know, but for now, we'll say if, um, it so happens that the Yankees do find a way to miss out on the postseason. This is going to be the game that I look back at that really officially sealed the deal. Now they're not going to win the division. And, and I look back at that race series a few weeks ago, but when they, if they miss the playoffs, if they find out, if they find a way to miss the playoffs, I'm looking at this race um, game, this game one as why they missed the playoffs. This will be it. You you just you can't do that. You can't give up ten runs in a third of an inning. Okay, Adovino didn't even record a fucking out, um, just like he didn't do last postseason. So that's why I'm not a big fan of the guy. In case you always see me bashing him in my blog or on the podcast or on social media, I'm not a fan of the guy, and this is why he always chokes in the moment. Um, but just not a good look, and that includes Aaron Boone. Not a good look for the Yankees as a whole. You don't give up ten runs in a third of an inning. You don't, you, that can't happen if you're the New York Yankees, not the New York Yankees. Shit, that can't happen in a major league baseball game. I say that as the, the fucking, uh, the Braves just like pounded out 30 runs tonight. <laughs> but seriously, it, it was just the most disgusting, again, apathetic, fucking disheartening, whatever you want to call it, um, you know, egregious. Um, performance, you know, I've seen in a, in a long, long while. Um, so 12 to seven, the Yankees take the loss in game number one. Game two comes along and it's much less of a slugfest and much more of a snooze fest, um, at least with the Yankee bats. Um, they lose this one two to one. Um, now it wasn't, um, you know, it wasn't the choke job that, that game one was, but it still wasn't the game that you want to remember either. Um, Jay Happ actually pitched well though. You know, two of his last three starts have now been really good where he's gone deep into the game. Uh, he grinded for this one. He tossed 113 pitches, um, and he's had a solid season where he's been pretty okay. Um, but, you know, he goes six and a third, lets up four hits, just two runs, uh, two walks, and then he struck out 10. Um, now, the only damage on Hap's line was just the bottom of the second home run to Davis to make it 2 nothing. That was it. Um you know, and on the flip side, the Yankee offense uh, mustered up just one run on five hits, uh, six walks, nine Ks, but no home runs and no hits in the seven at-bats with runners in scoring position. Um, 
This was against Walker, who walked five batters in four innings, and they couldn't get shit across. <laughs> um, so in the bottom of the second, Davis hits that home run to make it 2 nothing um, for the Blue Jays. And, you know, at that point, it's looking really ugly for Hap. I thought it was going to be one of your typical, you know, Hap um, implosions. You know, but fucking, he got out of it. You know, he pitched well from the remainder, rather. You know, he, he did well. And the Yankees on the flip side... Again, just that one measly run. It was the top of the fifth, bases loaded, sack fly for Mike Talkman. The Yankees had the bases loaded with nobody out in that inning, and they ended up just getting one run, and it wasn't even off a fucking hit. It was a Talkman sack fly. <laughs> if that just if that doesn't speak to what this fucking team is right now, um, I don't know what does. But yeah, uh, let, let, let's <laughs> let's not even get to how bad they are with men on base. Cause I could just go on and on, you know, but that was it. You know, I'm trying to scroll for the rest of this uh, video here in the feed, but yeah, that was it. Two to one. That was the end of the, the scoring. Um, so, you know, game three was obviously tonight where the Yankees kind of redeem themselves, um, a little bit, maybe not even <laughs> it was Glaber day in the Bronx. And it was also Garcia day. Um, as Ryan Rucco said on the fucking uh, post game, uh, some stupid cheesy shit about uh, some Snoop Dogg line. What do you say? Ain't nothing but a G thing. It was the stupidest shit ever. It was so cringe. Ruko, I'm not a fan of Ruko. As much as I cannot stand all the other guys on Yes, Ruko might be at the top of that list. Fucking, I can't. He's so, um, you know, over the top. Uh, but game three, Garcia pitches a gem. Uh, the Yanks win this one 7-2. to two. Garcia goes seven innings. He gives up five hits, um, lets up two runs, walks nobody, and strikes out six. Um, so I, I've been super impressed with this kid. You know, I, I will take back what I said on Facebook earlier. Um, it was one of those heat of the moment tweets or, or posts that I like to do, you know, here and there, aka 90% of the time. Um, I, I said I wasn't super impressed with him. But no, I, I, I'm pretty impressed with him, man. He he's been good. He he's battled, and um, you know, a 21 year old kid called upon in, in a rough time like this for the Yankees, where they really need wins, and to come out here tonight and just take down a scorching hot Blue Jays team and um, avoid the sweep and deliver a pivotal win for the Yankees. Um, that was big. He goes seven strong. Um, and on the flip side, you got to give credit to the offense. Once again, pounding down seven runs on Jay's pitching. Um, seven hits, seven walks, six strikeouts, two home runs, and three of eight with runners in scoring position. Um, Torres had a big night. Four RBIs for Torres. Um, good to see him come alive a bit. Um, and then Luke Voigt, uh, DJ LeMayu, and Clint Frazier had an RBI apiece. Uh, it was the top of the second where things started to... Um, already unraveled for the Blue Jays as Torres started things off against Tanner Roark with a solo shot. one nothing Yanks. Bottom of the second came, Jonathan Villar singled, um, then a two-run shot by Fisher to make it 2-1 to Toronto. But then again, the Yankees answered back LeMayu with a home run off of Roark in the top of the third to put the game um, at a tie. And then here we go, the Yankees just scoring for the remainder of this one. Um, Top of the fifth, it's Luke Voigt with the RBI single, and that is Glaber Torres with a two-run double versus uh, Stripling. That makes it five to two. Um, and then two more came in the ninth, where Clint Frazier had an RBI double, and then Torres once again delivering with an RBI six-three ground out off the third baseman's glove. 
Um, scoring a run so the Yankees win that one, seven to two. Good night for Torres. Good night for Garcia. Uh, Garcia got his first major league victory, which was nice. And um, as for Torres, he, he's you know hopefully waking up. But we have to see some consistency now. You know we have to see him take the ball to right field um, and, and stay patient up there. But it was a good night for him. Can't complain. He went to center field with the home run. He had a nice double down the line. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens from there, from there with Torres. Um, listen, guys. Listen. Fucking 22 and 21. All right. We're still not in a good spot. I love winning just as much as anybody does. Probably more than you, you and you. Um but we, we we are not playing up to expectation. And, um, you know, on one night, you know, looking back at this five and or six and 15 now record we've got in our last 21, um, it, it's, you know, when the pitching is there, the offense isn't. And when the offense is there, pitching isn't. Um, and then when both are there, the defense isn't. It's, it's, it's not coming together. No, nobody is on the same page at the moment. Um, the offense just needs to be more consistent. They have to be, they're not scary anymore. You know, that's the one thing I'm noticing. The Yankee bats aren't just scary. Um, they aren't, they're just not scary anymore. Um, nobody's afraid of them. You know, I understand we've got injuries, but even with this lineup, we should be doing a lot better than the way we've been hitting. Um, but I guess if you want to look at the positives, seven runs in the last two or three games each. But still, you, you got to have more guys in this lineup, again, making more contact and hitting at a high clip. You've got to stop, stop, stop waiting for the home run to come and start settling for the single. You know, it has to happen. The Yankees as a team, and I'm going to read off some statistics here, are hitting 234 this season. 234. Their batting average as a unit. That's 21st in the league. And what do you think that equals when you take DJ LeMayu's 380, 370, 360 out, whatever it is? It's probably, you know, in the lower 220s, maybe worse. Um, Their runners in scoring position average, even after a decent night tonight, sits 23rd in baseball at 241. They've got six guys batting under 200. They've got eight guys batting under 210. Okay. So you see that, you see this offense as bad as it's been in years now, never changing year after year. It's very strikeout boomer bust prone, right? There's a common denominator here, at least these last couple of years. And I'm looking right at Marcus Timms. That's the Yankee hitting coach. The fuck has this guy done for this team? What has he done? What has he done? To improve this hitting team. They're a power hitting one dimensional team right now. But what has he done to make them more of hitters? And their power hasn't even been that impressive. The team OPS is 14th. A middling 751. And again they're 7th in homers. They've got 63 homers. But it's the contact hitting. That needs to improve. Hit the ball at a higher clip. Make contact. Settle for that single when you have a runner on second base. It'll work. It does the trick. I promise you. That's how World Series teams win. They settle for that hit. They don't just wait for the four-bagger. Okay? 
I need to fucking have this happen. It happens every year. And Marcus Timms is the fucking common denominator. Who would be a good hitting coach for this team? Because I want this guy fucking out. Jorge? Jorge would be cool to come back. I don't know, but not not as a hitting coach. I don't know. I don't want Tim's. I don't fucking want him. Um, the guy's just not. He nobody's fucking improved. These guys are either regress or you know you have to go and rely on getting somebody like Lemayu coming from Colorado to to fix things. It's fucking insane. Um, I know you know this next man up shit. Yeah, they performed last year and overachieved, but now we're seeing that was more of an anomaly, right? Talkman's not the same. Urshela's on the DL. Um, you know Ford has been dog shit, um, and so on. So, Marcus Timms, I'm not fucking impressed with him. He, he's just, guy's a fucking joke. You, you can't be having eight guys on the fucking team. Eight guys on the team hit under 210. Eight! Eight guys on the roster. On the entire roster. Eight guys. I think 13 players on this roster have had at-bats in the season, and eight of those 13 are hitting under 210. It's disgusting. That's unacceptable. You're the fucking New York Yankees. I said I wouldn't yell. <laughs> and, and also, you know, we've got Tyler Wade. We've got Mike Talkman, Brett Gardner, Aaron Hicks, Clint Frazier, Miguel Duhar. You know who they, you know what all those guys have in common? They all have some speed. They all have speed. Some more so than the other, but they all have speed. Enough speed to where the Yankees should be better than 12th. In the league in stolen bases. They were only they've only been caught three times. They're 19 for 22. Only been caught three times, which is the league best. But they only steal the 12th best. They should be in top five. With all the speed they have on that bench, they should be top five. You know, despite all that speed, they they're very, very middling for you know, for the speed they have on that roster. And I, and again, I think that falls on Aaron Boone and the analytics staff. I think that's a very analytical decision that the Yankees do. You know, they make these analytical decisions where they tell their players, um, you know, they don't like to steal because they, they feel as if that's not worth the risk when you have all this power. You know, why steal? Their logic is why steal when somebody could hit a home run and drive in both of those runs as opposed to risking it and getting a free out giving a free out to the other team. That's not the logic I use. You know, the fucking, the game, the way the game has worked all these years has been successful with players stealing bases. And, you know, you have all these, again, all these fucking guys, all these legs, guys with some really fast wheels. Kawhi's already got 30 points. Six games this postseason where Kawhi has 30 points. Jesus Christ. But they don't speed, uh, they don't steal with all that speed. I want to see that more. I don't know, man. Just not really fucking feeling it with this team this year. I'm sorry. Year after year. Maybe it's just because of all this hype. Year after fucking year. It's all this hype, but there's no results. So I'm not going to suck up to him like you do, like you do, like he does and she does. I'm not going to suck up to him. All right. I'm just going to say it how I feel. I'm going to say it how it is. I'm going to say it how I feel. This is the way I feel. And if you don't like it, get the fuck out. I don't know. I don't know. Year after year, all the hype, no results. You know, we've got this this narrative that Gary's the best hitting catcher in the game. Well, he's going on his second season in three 
where he's hit below the Mendoza. He's actually one of the worst hitting catchers in the game right now. He, he's been fucking terrible. And if you're trying to justify his 120-whatever batting average, his his OPS well under 700, well under 700, and a measly stat line outside of a, a few home runs, if you're trying to justify that, combine that with really shitty defense, get the fuck out if you're trying to justify him still. He's been absolutely fucking terrible. Absolutely fucking disgraceful, disgusting. I call him Shrek for a reason. Um, and there's just so many narratives that Yankees fans or, and the media love to create and hype up this team that I'm just not falling for. Gary Sanchez is one of them. And there's the judge, the face of the Yankees, 50 home runs in his rookie season. Hasn't been able to play since. Can't stay on the field for more than a few days without injuring something else. Stanton earning $3 million. MVP is set in 2017. Sitting on the bench, waxing his eyebrows, same shit. Get this new training staff. They're supposed to improve everything. Not going to be hurt anymore. We acquired Garrett Cole. Everything in this rotation is going to change. Matt Blake. Matt Blake is here. He's going to help everybody else. Pitchers regress under Blake. He's been dog shit. I'm not following these narratives, guys. I don't follow narratives. I'm the kind of guy who, you know, I'm I'm the kind of guy, I live in, what have you done for me lately, Land? Okay? I'm sorry. But what have the Yankees done for us lately? Um, Now, I don't think the Yankees are going to miss out on the postseason. I don't. Okay, as negative as I am... (laughs) or as negative as you want to call me, I actually don't think they'll miss out on the postseason. I think they'll get there. But where I, you know, if we're going to play that game, let's just say they do miss the playoffs. Is Aaron Boone gone? I would hope. (laughs) No secret, I don't love the guy. You know, I, I just don't think he has that it factor. You know, he doesn't have energy. There's no energy there. There's no accountability. And going back to Gary Sanchez, Gary Sanchez with Joe Girardi was that all-around hitting catcher, right? Where he had the OPS in the 900s or the the high 800s. He was hitting over 280. He was hitting 30 home runs a year and staying healthy and in shape. But Gary Sanchez under Aaron Boone has regressed. He has regressed. These past three years, he has been under Aaron Boone. And he has been the worst he's ever been compared to the other two years in his career. I don't think that's a coincidence. Yankees fired Girardi, and part of that was because of how tough he was on getting on Gary's ass. Cool. Boone benched him for two games. (laughs) But, you know, the the way we're trending, getting all these buddy-buddy managers, you know, just these over-positive buddy, buddy, team friendly managers who have to coddle their players and, and, you know, and kiss their ass. It's not, it's not, it's not my kind of, uh, not my kind of era. I don't like these, these managers who are basically just these ass kissers, you know, give me somebody who goes in there and kicks ass, not kisses ass. Moon's a goddamn cupcake. And I'm tired of listening and listening to him and these fucking post game pressers 
telling me that there are some positives that he sees. You know, Gary Sanchez comes back from his benching, goes over. Boone tells us he he likes what he saw. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, it, it's incredible, dude. You know, I believe he said something positive about fucking Ottavino the other night, too, when he gave up 117 runs in, you know, in an inning. And then he's also just way too analytically driven. I think he's Cashman's analytics puppet. He's probably Cashman's analytics puppet, to be fucking honest with you guys. I, you know, a lot of his decisions are probably just because he's got no balls to do it for himself, and, and he's probably on a string. Between the lineups being so clunky and different every day and, and changing, um, you wonder why we're never in rhythm. Um, between the bullpen, you know, going to them so early or using those third-tier guys as much as we need to, we, we don't need to. Uh, or fucking just you know Yankee guys with with sixty six pitches on 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 a roll so early, <laughs> it's just a lot of this shit. I feel like is uh, analytically driven. And Boone, you know, not my kind of guy, dude. He's not your alpha male. He's your beta. He's your beta. All right. He's your twenty. He's your perfect manager. I'll tell you this. He's your perfect manager for two thousand twenty baseball. Perfect for that. Just absolutely perfect. Let's see what's going on around the league, huh? Yeah, would they end up score? Oh, they ended up twenty nine to nine. Shit, the Braves. Oh shit, the Brewers too. What is going on in baseball? Nineteen nothing for the Brewers. And there's the Yankees seven two. Yay. Fucking. Braves, though, man. Wow. So let's let's see if I can get to the standings here. Let's see where we are after uh, tonight's victory. <laughs> tonight's huge victory. My tablet's acting up. It's so slow right now. I apologize. Oh, shit. So we are. Yeah. Okay. So we're in third. Oh, my gosh. So we play, we're playing fucking uh, Baltimore now. So they're one and a half behind us. And this is another big series. If you want to call it a big series. See, I can't get hyped up for this shit. Because I know it's only big because the Yankees are underachieving. Big to me is a series for the division, right? But I can't get hyped on, you know. The Yankees need to win this series so they don't fall to fourth place. That to me doesn't do it. That doesn't do it. I can't get into that. So that's why I've been saying lately that I'm so done, you know, with this team in terms of getting excited. I'm done getting excited. I watch these games with no emotion anymore. After that 10 run implosion in the sixth inning Monday night, I am, I, ever since then, I've been absolutely done. I, I watch these games with no emotion. Tonight's victory, no emotion. The only time I got a little bit excited, was after Garcia's outing because I'm excited that he's a good, solid young pitcher who looks like as you know, for now it looks like he, he knows what he's doing. Um, but you know, man, I, I just can't get hyped up for this team right now. Nothing is exciting to me. They're 22 and 21 about to play a series. So they don't land in fourth. You know, that doesn't do it for me. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm not trying to be negative guys. I just, I'm used to this team being better than fucking, you know, 500. Just about. <laughs> so, uh, 
I think that's pretty much it. We'll head to break. And as soon as we get back from break, uh, we'll wrap things up with the NYY NYK question of the day. So uh, let's get to break real quick. Hey guys, really quick. I just want to remind you that if you go to my website at nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com, you can find me on social media. You can find the links to my podcast and my blog. So that's all you got to do. Just go to my website, go to nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com and there will be a page that displays all of my information. All right, guys, thank you. Let's get back to the show. So in episode 154, I asked you guys, um, I should have been more specific. I said, <clears throat> excuse me, I said, when was the last time the Yankees um, placed third in the division? Um, but I, I should have said placed third or worse. Um, and the answer to that question is 2016 when they placed fourth. So that was the answer to the NYY, NYK question of the day for episode 154. Now in episode 155, um, our NYY NYK question of the day, of course, Yankees again, who was the world series MVP for the squad back in 2009? All right. So who was the MVP of the world series back in 09 um, for the Yankees? So again, message me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, preferably Facebook or Instagram being that I'm not on Twitter much these days. But message me the answer, or you can comment on the post once I publish this podcast that you're listening to now. Um, so yeah, that was that was it. You know, episode 155. Yanks do pick up a third win, uh, a win there at the third game of the set, but they still fucking got to get their heads out of their ass. Still in, in some dire straits here, or at least heading in that territory um, where we have to find a way to to get it going again. Um, Garcia was huge tonight. Torres was awesome. But that has to be consistent. We can't pick up these wins and then go back into ruts like we've been doing of late. Um, it has to be something where we win from really from here on out to the remainder of this regular season. We have to start winning games, you know. Um, thank God for this new 16-team playoff format that I hate so much. Or else we'd be talking about this team not even being in fucking contention. How embarrassing is that? All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Not much else for this episode. That's about it. I'm going to go watch the rest of this Clippers game if it's not over yet. Um, and uh, yeah, no, that's it. That's all we've got. So oh, there's a minute left and they're about to win. But, wow. Yeah, they're taking the Nuggets. I don't take the Nuggets seriously. I'm sorry. They've got no defense. Guys, thanks so much. That's that's all we've got tonight. Um, Rob Carbone, your host. Rob Carbone of BD4, episode 155 of the podcast. Um, again, if you haven't checked us out, be sure to do so right now. All you've got to do um, to follow us or to subscribe to us on the many different platforms we have um, is go to my website. Just go to the website. Go to nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com forward slash connect, and that will take you to a page that displays all of my information. Guys, thank you so much. Rob Carbone, once again, your host 
of the podcast of BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. And I'm signing out. I'll see you next time. All right. Ciao. This podcast is sponsored by Anchor.